מאזינים לרדיו כל רמה, ועכשיו, תוכנית השורשים. שלום וברוכים הבאים לעוד תוכנית שורשים, אנחנו ממשיכים בהרפתקת ה... מבוכים ודרקונים שלנו, יש לנו היום אורח מאוד מאוד מיוחד, תכף תפגשו אותו ואוקיי, אני הולכים עכשיו מיד להתחיל, D&D קמפיין שוש with שושים with NDM Phil, Phil please introduce us Alright, hello everyone and welcome back to another session of D&D in the Dreamlands Um, we had, once again, quite a busy session last time, so I'm going to give us a recap as, very, as quickly as possible. Um, after being saved from the demons in the forest by none other than the incredible King Jub-Jub, um, you were all brought back to the city of Cortes, where you spent the night in his palace. You all got a good night's sleep, woke up the next day, um, head down, you head down to breakfast with Jub-Jub, where he kind of gave you guys the breakdown on... Just what's been going on around here um, he filled you in on the demon invasion of the dreamlands um, hence explaining you know why the demons are here but not necessarily what they want with the sphere you also found out about Lord B a very very powerful wizard who the demons are working for who for some reason wants to take away magic permanently after finishing up breakfast you decided to rent a car and Um, you went over to the capital city of the dreamlands diathlete on a very very short car ride upon making it to the gate you were all given identification cards um, saying that you were dreamers even though you are all awoken ones the guard also gave you some rather unfortunate information That there are currently a whole slew of demons in the city on the lookout for awoken ones and to make matters worse there seems to be another arch demon here somewhere lurking in the city and we'll be starting momentarily but first a reintroduction to some of our characters so my name is Noah my character's name is Joe uh, my class is a cleric and my race is an elf. And currently I am on level five. Hopefully I will become to, I will move to level six today in this session. My name is Dylan. My character name is Pew. My class is a sorcerer. My race is a tiefling. I am level five and my abilities are dark vision and resistance to fire. Uh, hi, my name is Zachary and I'm a cleric level five elf. And I really want to level up today. Hello. Uh, oh, go ahead. My name's Camille. My character name is Fire of Death. I'm a teeth lane, also half demon. Okay. My, my name is Gaia. I'm a mermaid, also level five, and I'm a warlock. We also have a special guest with us here today. Um, I can't say exactly who he is just yet. You'll find out very, very soon. But if you'd like to introduce yourself, please feel free to do so. Hi, my name is Ethan, and uh, I'd rather not necessarily say who I'm playing right now. Okay. And so, once again, our story begins. The car takes you up through the city of Diathlene. Um, goes for about 15 minutes. There's a lot of traffic here today. You guys aren't exactly used to traffic being from a small town in the middle of the mountains. <clears throat> um, so it's kind of annoying. 
But after a good 15 minutes or so, um, you're able to travel through the docks up around the city into the aristocratic quarter where the driver drops you off. Um, immediately coming up to greet you, um, you see a couple members of the city guard, as well as one of them who is clad in very, very fine black plate armor. Um, and he looks at all of you. He goes, Are you the ones that were sent by Jub Jub? Possibly. Yes. 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 Well, thank goodness. We have no time to waste. Allow me to introduce myself to you. My name is Sill. I am the captain of the Royal Guard of the city. You must come with me very, very quickly. King Regis wishes to speak with you as soon as possible. Um, if it's all right with you, um, I know you guys probably want to take some time to relax and go shopping and take care of some stuff, but I think we should move immediately. I don't think we should stop. Same. I like the part about relaxing, but regardless, I think we should uh, move on. All right. If uh, if it's all right with you, please follow me. Um, and he goes and he takes you up through the aristocratic quarter. You see lots of like mansions, very very nice shops around here. Um, you can tell the the townsfolk are generally pretty wealthy. And he goes and he brings you up to the steps of the palace. Everyone, do me a favor and roll perception for me. I got a 12, an okay roll. I got an 18. Two. I got a five. Fifteen. All right, so raise your hand if you rolled above a ten. All right. That's, that's all fast other than uh, Camille. Yes. Uh, fire of death. Uh, it's the majority. Besides, Zach and Camille did not roll above a ten. Okay, so... Um, so for fire and um, uh, your character is Billy, correct? Yes. So for fire and Billy, you find yourselves staring up at a massive building, bigger than anything that you've ever seen before. This like completely dwarfs um, uh, uh, King Jub Jub's palace, and so big that's almost kind of dizzying for you guys. For my other three, you get a little bit of a better look at what's going around. Yes, the, pa- the palace is large and it is absolutely gorgeous, um, but a couple things seem a little bit amiss to you. Um, you notice um, there are actually a couple demons hanging out around the palace. Um, they don't seem to be causing any trouble just yet, but you definitely recognize these as some of the guards from the forest the other evening. Do they, like, notice anything that we're awoken? Uh, it doesn't appear so. I think that if somebody asks if we're working for a Jub, we shouldn't answer truthfully because they could be a demon in disguise. Maybe we should, like, say, I don't know, something. 
We should lie to most people except Regus. Phew, it seems that you don't really like lying. You are always very honest. And that's good, but not always. We shouldn't we shouldn't trust anybody. Not even me. I mean you can trust me. How, how about like nobody else, like besides each other? Well yeah. Each other and job job. I mean how much do you really know about me? But but you should trust me. Well, <laughs> your name is Gaia, you are a mermaid and you like napping. Yeah, that's right, that's all there is to know about me. Uh, also, you don't like the water. Well, the water doesn't like me. <laughs> a little bit strange. So, um, Syl goes and he takes you up near the palace. Um, one of the demons walks over. And he's like, Alright, so who are the little ones? Um, they're with me, Syl says. I know, I know, I just want to double check. And Syl kind of rolls his eyes. Who are you little folks, and what are you doing here today? We're just normal people who have to request something about King Regus. Um, I want you to do me a favor and roll persuasion for me. This is a six plus your charisma modifier. Is a seven. And the demon kind of... Alright, that checks out. You all seem trustworthy enough. You don't seem like awoken ones or anything. If you find any, you send them back here to me, alright? Alright. Thank you. Have a good day, kids. And the demon goes back over to his post. It was a very, very close call. Um... Sill leads you into this palace, and there are a dizzying amount of rooms and floors in this place. Um, it's like almost borderline sensory overload. But he goes up to a pedestal, um, taps it a couple times, and you see a circle, a magical circle, begin to expand out of the floor. Um, and Sill kind of beckons you over and says, uh, this will transport us right up to the throne room. If you're all ready... You guys all step in? Yeah. 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 You ready? Uh, will it get us there faster than walking? Uh, unless you want to spend the next three days walking? Absolutely, yes. Okay. All right. So you all go. You step into the teleportation circle. You kind of get this feeling that your body is gonna kind of getting pulled up like, whoa! <clears throat> you land with a sudden thunk in the middle of a hallway outside of two absolutely gorgeous, purely white doors. Sil pushes them open um, and he walks into the throne room and you can hear his shoes clacking against the marble floor. He goes, come, come, please, quickly. You following him in it? You gonna follow him in? Him in? Yeah, 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 definitely. All right. yeah. I'd like everyone to do one more perception roll for me as you guys head into this room. Seven. Twelve. Six. Three. Eleven. All right. Best fine. So raise your hand if you rolled above a one. Congratulations. You see everything that you need to. Um... 
So as you guys walk into this room, um, it's an absolutely gorgeous marble room. Um, it's like shining white. It gleams. Um, there are pillars um, in a traditional Greek style. Um, there are fountains in here. Um, even like some small gardens in the room. That's how big this room is. It's like massive. Imagine like a room like the size of the Chararochel, except like even taller, and it's just you know like pristine, gorgeous marble room. That's like how big this room is. Um, but the most stunning thing about it is the completely massive 20-foot-tall throne at the end of the room with an equally gigantic creature sitting in it. Um, he appears to be a very, very large, plump fellow. Um, um, he's wearing a crown, golden robes, and he sees you all. Ah, my friends, please come in quickly. Uh, my name is King Regis. I'm, I'm the king of Diathlene. I know that you wish to speak to me, but... Um, and, then, and then a guard comes running in. Sir, um, your four o'clock is almost here, and I think he wants to see you now. Now? I wasn't expecting him until 4.30. All of you need to get behind the throne immediately. Please just trust me. Is this about, like, the demons? We'll just get behind the throne right now so we don't yes. die. One of the archdemons is about to be in this room, and you need to stay hidden. So you guys all go. You run behind the throne. Um, the entire room, which was formerly full of life of servants running around and the other guard members chatting and talking, goes dead silent. You can hear the clack of very, very fine shoes against the floor approaching the throne, as well as the faint smell of lavender. My dear King Regis. Lord Diedrich, you're a bit here. You're here a bit sooner than I expected. Well, you know what I always say. To be on time is to be within the law, and to be late is to violate it. <laughs> yes, of course, of course, Lord Diedrich. My apologies, I should have expected you a little bit sooner. Tell me, um, what brings your visit here today? I must admit your appointment was a little last minute. I think we both know why I'm here, King. Yes, but, uh, is it about... It's about the guards, isn't it? Well, it's about everything. Everything? I've been walking along the streets and roads and alleys of this city, and do you know what I've found? What have you found? It's chaos out there. Chaos in the streets. Chaos in the alleys. Nobody knows what is right and what is just. The law has been lost in this city. Um, with all due respect, Lord Diedrich, uh, this is a very, very large city. There are some seedy areas, but I don't think we're doing that bad of a job. I agree. It is a very large city and incredibly difficult for one person to try to administer and to make sure that all of your citizens are living within the law. <laughs> yes, I mean, traditionally this has been the job of Sill, and he points over to, you know, that guard who would... Um, just previously shown up a little while ago. You saw him walk in. You were kind of walk- watching from the shadows. Um, uh, is there anything wrong with his performance? I would say that there is. Just coming here today, I saw so much chaos in the streets. It is clear that the current administration, with all due respect, is not giving the citizens of this fine, upstanding city 
the law that they deserve. Of course, right, right. And what would you do about it? Well, I happen to have a suggestion, now that you've asked. The city guard, it seems to me, needs to be, how should I put this, emboldened to enforce the law, to make sure that every citizen is protected by the law, and to make sure that the law is carried out equally and across every citizen of this fine and upstanding city. My Lord Diedrich, with all due respect, we've already doubled the size of the guard. Yes, but there is more that I want to do. In fact, if I may, more that we must do together. Okay, quick pause. Can I thunderbolt? You want to throw a thunderbolt at him? I think you're just going to die. Yes, I really do. Uh, can you just stay hidden so that we stay alive, please? Yeah, we don't want to kill her. Fine. Let's just nap over here and ignore this until this is all over. All right. My good king. Yes. May I ask a question? But of course. Is it possible that I am hearing things in this throne room? Um, Diedrich, I'd like you to do a favor for me. I would like you to roll perception um, and add a plus ten to this roll. I rolled a six. Plus ten, that is a sixteen. All right. Um, um, Diedrich, um, being an archdemon... You have a particular feature called True Sight. Um, you, in particular, amongst the demons, have the most powerful True Sight. Um, unless you see things um, that are out of place, um, you can see through walls, stuff of that nature. And as this conversation is going on, your eyes kind of narrow, and you're kind of scanning the room. Um, and you pick up the faintest heat signature coming from behind the king's throne. Um, it's almost like there would have been something very, very small there. Maybe a, maybe a mouse that would have made that noise, but a full-sized human, it's, very, it's a little bit hard to tell. There is some very, very powerful magic in this room that's also kind of clouding your true sight. Could I use invisibility? Sure. Uh, you don't need to roll for invisibility. You can just go invisible. Okay. Okay, so you pull up your mage armor, um, and you're trying to go invisible? Yeah. All right. Um, you go invisible. What? Your armor is on, too. Um, I have to ask you a very, very dangerous question. Are you going to step out from behind the throne? All right. Um, he, so... All right. Hugh goes and very, very curious as to what's going on, takes a step out from behind the throne. But most unfortunately, Lord Diedrich, you have the ability to see through invisibility. Um, you see um, a relatively small sorcerer kind of poking his head out from behind the throne. Who is that? Why that? And the king looks down. Why that would be my son, the prince. My dear king, you may recall that I sent a formal congratulations at the birth of your son, 
and there is no way that that is your son. This is precisely the sort of chaos that I was speaking about. Now, I give you one more opportunity to live within what is right and what is true and tell me who is that. All right. I have to be perfectly honest with you. Okay, very quickly, I'm going to describe what you see first. Um, it's a little bit of a strange sight, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, this man who's been speaking to the king, um, he's not terribly tall or imposing, per se. Um, he's very, very finely dressed in a very, very nice suit. Um, he has black hair slicked back, um, like this. Um... Um, he has a little, um, kind of rose, um, rose lapel in his suit as well. Um, if anything, is he's a very, very handsome man. Not particularly tall, but everything about him exudes power. Just pure power and confidence. Um, it's almost like you can feel the magic coursing out of his body. Um, you've, uh, um, he doesn't look like that, no. Um, but, uh... You remember feeling this way in the presence of Yorge Lafing. You kind of put two and two together and realize this is most definitely the archdemon that was mentioned at the gates. But All right. th- that's his u- human form, right? So he just yes, this is like, his human. Like a human yes, right he now. just looks like a human right now. All right. I'll come clean. These are emissaries sent over from Quartes. King Jub-Jub had had some concerns about the demonic presence in the city, so he had sent them to investigate. Concerns about the demonic presence? You know Jub-Jub. In a city as chaotic and broken as yours, his concern is with the presence of the people who are here to enforce justice and rightness and truth? You there! What are you doing here? Please, your piddling invisibility does not work on me. What are you doing here? My good king, your emissary does not seem to be very good at his job, considering that he does not speak. What are you doing here? Here to kill you. (laughs) He... The king's jaw literally drops. If there is anyone in this universe that appreciates truth, it is I. Thank you for your honesty. But just as all people must pay a punishment for their crimes, you must now be punished for the sin of trying to harm me. On that note... Diedrich goes and snaps his fingers. And like that, the king is sent flying into a wall, and the chair itself begins to disintegrate. My friends, roll initiative. Um, he is about 30 feet away from you. That is a six. Is that a nine? Okay, that's a nine. Five. 
I have a bad feeling about this. I knew I should have stayed in bed Jail. today. Three. Um, Diedrich, if you'd like to take this roll, and I want you to add a plus ten to whatever it is. I'd be happy to. Five plus ten is fifteen. Five plus ten is fifteen. Um, so, um, I'd like to give you kind of the breakdown of some of the abilities that you have in your human form. Um, of course, you are a very, very talented spellcaster. Um, um, particularly in defensive magic, you're very, very good at summoning walls, fiery spheres, watery spheres, stuff of that nature. Um, it's said that, um... Um, you even have spells as powerful as the mighty incendiary cloud, um, which just basically you can reach out your hands and you will literally create like a fire twister in the middle of this room. Um, but that's not what makes Diedrich so, so scary. You see, any high-level normal spellcaster could do that. Even a human could. You wouldn't reach, you know, the level of being an archhuman by just that. My dear friend Diedrich, as the Archdemon of Law, one of your powers um, is to take control of any beings who are specifically opposed to the law. And I'll have you know right now, murder is not permissible in the city of Diathlene. Um, um, it's, oh yes, it's a very, very powerful form of mind magic. You can cause them to freeze, you can manipulate their bodies... Um, you could even just completely knock them unconscious and send them off to the dungeons. Can I just kill him and then bring him back to the, back to life at the end of the battle? Have fun trying to kill him. <laughs> Freeze. I need everybody to roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh, just him. Okay, you don't know about... No, you don't. I mean, to be fair, you, you all see them now hiding. Oh, I see. And they were kind of, like, okay. like, kind of like grasping their weapons. All of you freeze. All right. Ten. Oh, remember to add your wisdom modifiers to this roll. Okay. So Nine plus five is a fourteen. Mm-hmm. Add your wisdom. That is a six plus... Okay, that is a that that was an eight. Ooh, I got a twenty-two. No, I got a twenty. Twenty. Seventeen plus. Um, that is plus one. That is an eighteen. Raise your hands if you rolled above. A 25. If I'm correct, that is nobody. If you rolled a natural 20, that is the only thing that could have possibly broken this. Um, so Diedrich goes, reaches out with your hands, and all of you, your limbs are suddenly glued together to your side, perfectly frozen. Um, as he begins to very quickly, as you raise a hand, you all find yourselves completely petrified, being lifted into the air. Diedrich, you have more than one action on your turn. They are completely incapacitated. About 30 feet away. You do. But Diedrich is directly influencing your mind. This is a form of mind control. I don't believe we've formally met. 
My name is Dietrich. Speak and tell me your names and your reasons for being here. Uh, Only the truth will suffice. I'm here for money. Pew, and I'm here for money. Here for money. I'm Billy, and I'm here for money and cinnamon buns. So, this is true. They are here for money, and Billy also particularly enjoys the cinnamon buns. My name is Gaia, and I'm just here because I want some money to buy a new bed so I can go back to sleep. I mean, I am asleep. So, they've all told you the truth, but maybe not the full truth. I have just one additional question. Before I decide what to do with these lawbreakers, the king is slowly starting to get to. Ugh. Ugh. My head. Are you awoken ones? No, you can see our papers. I, need I, I just told you I am asleep. But I need both of you now to roll a wisdom saving throw. Yes. Were you all going to say the same thing? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Wait. What was... Oh, yeah. I have the paper. Yeah. I have the paper. I have paper. Okay. So the three of them that say they have papers that say that they're asleep, they're telling the truth to you. But these two get a very, very nasty shock right through their bodies. Um, you can kind of see lightning seems to, like, course through them for a second. Um, I need to roll damage quickly. Yes, you should roll a wisdom save here, actually. Yes, so you would add your proficiency bonus to this. 17. 17 plus 5 comes out to 22. 23, 24, 25. So you rolled a 25 right there. You take 7 damage. Mm-hmm. How many hit points do we have? Um, I have three. So that, that's 15 plus one. Okay. So um, you are not as lucky, Gaia. You take a very, very nasty shock of 20 damage. Um, that puts you down to about 10. These two have lied to you. You said that you said that you're asleep. They also they just had papers. You two said that you're asleep. Now that I have demonstrated what happens to those who lie, I will ask the three of you again. Are you awoken? I have the paper. That is no answer to my question. I have the paper. That is no answer to my question. So he goes and he tightens his grip around you and it feels like you are being squeezed by like, you know, some kind of like a massive snake. The law in this place is to answer the question I have asked, not the question I have not asked. Are you awoken? Yes. Are you awoken? Yes. Are you awoken? And why do you need to know? (laughs) 
Seven. Ooh, that is a natural one. That is not good, friend. Um. Um. Where is my D eight? Three, seven, seven four is eleven times two. You get a pretty nasty shock of twenty-two damage on that one. I would just keep that in your head for now. Are you prepared now to answer my question? Are you awoken? Uh, yes. As he's and by now the king is starting to come to like, oh. Diedrich, what are you doing to them? That is none of your concern, former King Regis. Former? You can't just oppose me like this. The people will know. For you to allow these awoken ones into your city means that you have lost control over this city and you've lost respect for the law. I had come here today to put my commander... Sion. Sion in charge of the city guard but I actually think she would do a better job as queen of this entire city. You can't. I, I'll stop you. I'll... <laughs> the king slumps over. Diedrich reaches out with a hand and a snap. And King Regis turns to dust. It was never my intention to come here and do harm. But all of you must understand now how seriously we take the law in this city. And each of you have broken that law. Um, as, as he says this, the hooded demon you saw from before, the one that you know as Commander Sion, walks into the room, seeing Diedrich. She takes her hood off, um, revealing her long black hair and blue and red eyes, and she takes a knee. My lord. Commander. It's good to see you, sir. I see that our uh, host isn't exactly hosting us anymore, is he? Our host decided that it was more important for him to lie and to sneak people into this city than to follow the law and to do what is right and what is just. Mm. And I'll take it. Oh, these are the ones from the forest. Indeed they are. Should I inform Yorge? I think that would be wise. Mm, good. Also, um, I do believe that I have something for you on this day. And she reaches out with her hand, and she produces a glass-like sphere that you all recognize as the Sphere of Dreams. Um, they are about 30 feet from you. However, you are still frozen under Diedrich's... Uh, if they come 10 feet to me, then automatic damage happens to them. No, they're, they have no interest in moving closer right now. I believe uh, uh, Lord O2 was interested in this in particular? Yes, that is correct. Thank you for bringing it to me. But of course. Is he still safe on the moon? Yes. Good, good, good. Can't exactly have him walking around around the people. Um, what do you want me to do? What I want from you, Commander, is to rise, not as Commander, but as Queen of this city. Queen Sion, I have to admit, my lord, it has a very, very nice ring to it. And your first task, my queen, will be to decide what to do with these lawbreakers here. 
As you see, I have left them for you in a state that will allow you to do whatever you like, provided, of course, that it is within the law. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Now, if I'm correct, um, Lord Diedrich, after your incredible shining example, we don't exactly have uh, much room for traitors now, do we? I would say we have none, my queen. Hmm. I'll be sending them all to the dungeons. We'll make sure that there's a trial held, and if they are truly found guilty, I'm sure George would love to see them again. The trial is just the thing. As long as it is fair and it is just, I am certain that proper punishment will be meted out to these miscreants. But of course, Lord Diedrich, thank you for your time here today. I'll take care of these. See that you do. Of course. With that, Diedrich turns on a heel... His coattails flying out as he majestically strides out of the room. The doors slam behind him. Sion looks at all of you. Thunderbolt. Okay. So you go to... So the moment that Diedrich's spell is broken... Yes. Well, no, because Diedrich's power would have weakened a little bit as he left the room. You go to reach out and fire off a thunderbolt. And Sion just snaps her fingers. I'm very sorry. I really, really, truly am. You all seemed like such fine people. I'm afraid, however, that I need you all to go to sleep for now. She looks right over at Gaia. Enjoy your nap. Uh, No, 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 that's not what I meant. Before she, before she snaps, is there a way that I can summon a monster to attack her? I'm afraid not. What, what, what level do I have to be at to do it? Um, you would need a specifically a summon monster spell in your arsenal. It's actually something that Dreamblazer um, normally is able to do. Um, yes, and I need everyone to roll one final wisdom save. Uh, where is the d20? d is right over here. Yes. Uh, seven? Nope. That's a nat one. Is a six? (laughs) That is also a six. That is another six. <laughs> Going up to a ten. And another six. I don't know what it is with all the sixes that my D20 just gave you, but I think it's sending you a message. That message saying, as Commander Sion snaps her fingers, trust me, you would have had to have rolled over a 20. It's not going to help. You all fall unconscious. She turns around. The last thing that you hear before accepting some sleep is, Guards, bring them to the dungeon. Make sure it's a small one. And I believe that is all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much. Can I shout out first? Yes, you can give some shout outs now. Uh, 
Shout out to Ethan Lennon for helping us and being a character today. Th thank you so much for inviting me. This was a blast. I'm sorry I had to freeze you and then turn that king into dust, but you know how it is. <laughs> so I will say, the king was all, was was asleep. So he, he just woke up with a bit of a shock. But he's not coming back for a while. Oh.